0: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. It's me, Matt Slick. You're listening to Matt Slick
1: Live. Today's date is, let's see, um, October 6th, 2023. And if you want to give me a call, as usual, all you've got to do is dial 877-207-2276. And you can also email me if you have a comment or a question. You can do that easily by just going to your email and addressing it to info at info at karm.org and uh that's all you got to do and it'll get in there info at karm.org now wait a minute this is today's date how come it's not going on rumble rumble's not kicking in i don't know if you guys are aware of that should at least i don't see it kicking in huh weird that's what's going on it's weird oh they'll work on it all right so uh we have nobody waiting. Now, Fridays, what I do a lot of times on Fridays is hate mail and stuff like that. I love hate mail. I really do. And uh, So I'm going to read some of that, some wacko mail, some questions and things like that. I got this uh, 15-page letter that was written and someone sent to my home address, which I do not like. It makes me nervous when someone talks about how much they don't like me, and then they have my home address. Uh, that makes me nervous, and it makes my wife quite unhappy. Uh, she has, She's frail. And of course, uh, she's always worried about all kinds of stuff because of her frailty. So I don't think it's cool when people do that. But at any rate, uh, there are all kinds of people. Mr. Rumble's good. Oh, there it is. Rumble's good working now. Okay, good. See, Rumble is Rumble good? No, no. Rumble's good. Yes. Okay, there you go. And uh, I think that's it. And If you want to watch me uh, do the show and participate in the chat with other people, all you got to do. Is go to rumble.com forward slash Matt Slick Live, all one word. And aren't we on, uh, we're on YouTube also, right? We're being somewhat cast on YouTube. And that's uh, YouTube forward slash, uh, was it Carm Videos, I think it is, right? Carm Videos. Maybe someone can test it and uh, and do it in private chat there. Let me know. All right. That's it. See, pretty quick, pretty easy. I like to say quick and slick. Well, someone else submitted a pun on my name. I'm trying to remember what that was. I can't remember what that was. It came up with something. It was funny. It was good. I remembered that. Did I didn't remember that? No, I can't. All right. So um, I got this uh, this letter in the mail, and um, as Matt Slick live on Rumble, on YouTube. I thought, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. We're doing uh, just as, as YouTube forward slash Matt Slick live. That's what it is. Not uh, Carm.org. Uh, we do something different. We do Matt Slick live uh, YouTube. So. Uh, youtube.com uh, forward slash Matt Slick live and you can I think you know how many people are there you can participate there as well you open that up and see because I don't really go there and look we do everything in Rumble that's how we do it so rumble is good and there yeah there's people there too hey pretty cool all right I'm gonna type hello and uh, I love tech I'm a tech guy I love tech and one of my favorite things to do is build a computer seriously I like building them I got all the stuff in the box and boxes and uh, take it out and I love doing that, putting the OS in. To me, that's fun. I know you think I got issues. Well a lot of people do. All right, let's see. Hey Laura from CARM, five dollar ramp. Thank you very much. Uh happy birthday to Steve O, faithful CARM fan. And uh people do support us that way. We do need incidentally, do we need your support if you are so kind as to consider supporting us five dollars a month, ten dollars, twenty dollars a month. That's not a whole bunch, but we have enough people doing that, and we can meet our financial obligations to keep the radio on the air and and support our missionaries. We do have missionaries. Seriously, Uh, on Friday mornings we have discussions. um, It's our Friday morning staff meeting, and we have we have a guy from uh, uh, Malawi. uh, He he calls in. We have another guy from Nigeria. We haven't heard from him in three weeks because the Nigerians are out to uh, the Nigerian Muslims are out to kill him. And uh, we don't haven't heard from him in three weeks, so that's make us nervous. We have uh, a guy that we're supporting to go through seminary, and he's in Turkey and he speaks four languages and so he's not producing anything for karma, but this is more like our our uh, tithing to helping uh people um, to get to where they need to be and so that's one thing, and he'll be graduating I think uh, next year, and uh, then we hope that he can produce a lot of material in different languages different websites that we're going to be doing so there you go for that and uh, what else so we have a missionary in Brazil that we're supporting and we also have a missionary in uh, Colombia in Bogota area so good stuff uh, good stuff all right so uh, there we go looking at all the stuff all the windows I got open everything's good I tell you what I can do I'm gonna do haymail. So this one guy sent me something, uh, and uh, let's see. Man, okay, here's the, so what this guy did was he went and found a bunch of debates that I've been in that are on YouTube, and then what he did was he copied the negative comments and only negative comments, uh, you know. And so if I debate somebody and I beat them, destroy them, oh. Uh, whatever i mean these guys don't know how to argue most people don't know what the truth is they don't know how to present logic they don't know things i mean you know let's say well, argue with an atheist and an atheist can't uh, find any grounding for universal morals for example we might be discussing morality well how are they going to do that well they can't do that because they're materialists and i show that well then what happens is the for example atheists go man was the worst man was so stupid and this is what this guy did he copied stuff like that so uh it's such a joy listening to these two interact, I guess. Yeah, Matt Matt, at me, and a guy named Matt Delahunty, an atheist, Matt likes to play word games with people to confuse them and trick them into logical traps that he has constructed beforehand, which is how he wins most of his debates. Delahunty doesn't play along with this, and it drives Matt absolutely insane. No, it doesn't drive me crazy because he's... <laughs> because um, Matt Delahunty, you know, he's a smart guy, and... and uh, And stuff, but uh, let's just say that our last debate we had, it didn't go well for him. Let's just say that. Um, uh, Slick is clearly not used to debating people as smart as Delahunty, really. (laughs) Actually, I am, and far smarter. When uh, Slick gets in trouble, he throws out a bunch of rapid fire word tangles, kind of like a (laughs) squidge. Squid shooting ink. <laughs> That's awesome. I have never heard that one before. That is so good. Uh, he's really working. Because Dillahunty can actually listen to, try to make sense of, and then Lampoon. <laughs> so so <it> dodges. <laughs> well, you know what happens. Oh, man, I love this stuff. What happens is that so these people will... Um, <laughs> We'll have a, deb- a debate. They don't do very well. So what they do is they go on afterwards, and then they talk about how badly I did. But they don't come to me and say it. They they just say stuff, and I'm like, well, let's 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 talk about what you what you're saying. They don't want to do that. I don't know what the problem is. I get a kick out of that. Um, okay. Uh, oh, on the debate, does God exist with Dan Parker that I did? Uh, uh, let's see uh, with. Dan Barker, he's an atheist in 2014 in Oregon, I believe it was. Slick has earned 20, learned 20, I think I read this before, but anyway, he lets them fall out of his mouth in random order and repeats the process over and over. This is his debating style. Now, I can go into various other levels and iterations on this, but I would need half an hour to an hour to do so. Etc. Um, Dan Barker utterly destroyed Slick and beat him at his own game. Slick knew it and blamed it on sleep deprivation. What's he talking about? Oh, I know what that is. That oh, I know what that is. That was Dan Barker. And I had a debate in uh, Michigan or something like that, and, uh, and, and and this is the truth. I remember that debate because um, my I almost canceled because my back was out. And I needed a cane to get around with. And uh, so I almost ca- canceled. I talked to an atheist group. I said, look, here's my problem. I can talk to a doctor. Get a doctor's call if you want. And they go, no, you believe it. But I forced myself to go through anyway. And I didn't have a cane with me on the plane. But I would, walked it like uh, six-inch steps. And uh, I had a bag I had to carry because <laughs> the, <laughs> the flight was delayed. And so I had to sit for two hours in a hard chair Outside the, uh, b- before we got on the plane, and then I didn't get the seat I was supposed to have, and then it was just bad. And then there was another uh, bad uh, flight, and then I missed a, a flight because of it was on the other side of the airport. I had to walk, and there was believe it or not, I remember this. There was not a single one of those transports that go back and forth on hospital floors, you know, hospital floors, in in um, uh, airport floors, you know, and they transport people who have trouble walking, and I'm looking for one. And it was nothing. And I missed my flight by four minutes. They closed the door four it, And they wouldn't open it, and I missed a flight. So I had to wait, go to the other flight. So by the time I got there, uh, oh, and I had to get, and because of this, I had a hotel that night at some other place. And so they put me up on that because uh, they, they they messed up on the flight. They did. No, the airline did. And then I had to get up at oh, dark 30 to get in. To uh, the airport, and then the flight was delayed. So I'm sitting there in pain, and uh, in the airport, and finally we get to the venue, and I've like only got two hours before I got to go, and I'm exhausted and in pain. And then when I got up uh, to do my part, my voice went out for ten minutes. I couldn't, I uh, could hardly talk without choking. It was the weirdest thing. I've never had so many problems going someplace, getting to a debate and things like that. And so, uh, one of the guys who showed up with me uh, got people on Facebook, back it was a big deal, and uh, prayed. And within 10 minutes, everything cleared up. And then I was able to debate. So, that's what happened there. And uh, so, he explained about sleep deprivation. And head. No, he didn't win that one. Don, ben Dar- Dan Barker can't do it. Uh, Matt was a trooper for hanging in there. The head cold. Good job. Dan was on his game. Matt tried to blame Dan for straw man fallacies. Well, that happens with atheists all the time. So, uh, yeah, you know, it was interesting. And then on the way back, the same thing happened. I missed like you know two delayed flights. It was just insane. I actually wrote an article. Oh, the caller left. I actually wrote an article about it because it was it was ridiculous. It was like a missed flight, two delayed flights, both up and back. It was just one of those things. Yeah, you know, but it happens. And then my voice went out. I'm serious. I go to talk, and I started choking. What was up with that? It had to be something demonic going on. Didn't want me out there debating. Now, why would that be? And then after the prayer, things cleared up. And by the end of the evening, um, my back wasn't hurting as much, and it was substantial improvement. Anyway, how about that? Just stuff. All right, all right, all right. Here, let's try this. Let's get to some hate mail. If the God character you define existed, it would ensure that you could not continue to be its advocate. Your disgusting lies and behavior would indicate to me that all that of all God characters, the one that you would benefit the most would be Satan. I read this last week. That's not a very good one. Let's go let and try this one. Wow, okay. I'm praying for you, Mr. Slick, as I'm praying for the lost who stumble across this site. If you're an example of Christ's love, who would want to be like you? Well, no one should be like me. It should be like Jesus. Uh, it is people like you who are responsible for the decline of the faith among our young. And uh, it says, you wreak hate and discern evil. Oh, and I discern evil, he says. Satan himself is governing your website. See, this is the thing. is People will write stuff like this. And they don't say exactly what it is. They don't say, like, I'm a Mormon, or I'm a Jehovah's Witness, or whatever it is. They just accuse. They don't say, here's the example, here's this. They just, they just accuse, and then they leave. It's someone like in the Bible who does that a lot. Someone who's an accuser. Anyway, hey, we have four open lines, wide open lines, if you want to give me a call. 877-207-2276. Hey, Stephen with an H. Thanks for the $5 rant. Really appreciate it. Hey, we'll be right back after these messages.
0: matt slick live taking your calls at 877-207-2276 here's matt slick hey everybody welcome back to the show if you want to give me a call it is real easy
1: just l 877-207-2276 dave from california welcome you're on the air
2: hey matt um just thought I'd ask you, because I follow both you and Apologetics Live with Andrew Rappaport. um, Uh Mm -hmm. And on Apologetics Live recently, they've been discussing cessationism, and I know uh, you've had a call in about it before Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Where do they come up with Scripture being the perfect? Because at face value, reading that line, the only thing that comes to mind is Christ, and it's a stretch to kind of come up with anything else. So I'm wondering, how do they get there?
1: Well, um, I would say they get there by um, reading into the Scriptures what isn't there, because they presuppose the gifts have ceased. That's how I say they do it. And you know, this issue is a very personal issue for me because when I was a senior pastor in Southern California, and the denomination found out I affirmed the charismatic gifts, not that I practice them or anything, I just exegetically, I believe in them. They uh, they said, "Well, uh, we think you're a great preacher, a great guy, but you can't be our pastor." And the cost to me was immense. And I don't mean big; I mean immense. It took years and years to recover financially from that because. Of some ramifications because that was my source of income and then um, and then i had nothing and i mean nothing it was bad and so but i stood my ground on principle of of what i believe the scriptures teach so over the years i've studied this a great deal and i'm convinced that the reform people who many I said many other reform people who hold to the idea that in first Corinthians thirteen, eight to twelve that the perfect is the Bible. I believe uh that they are just uh imposing upon the scripture the view that they want it to be. I do not believe they're exerguting it properly, and that includes um that includes Andrew. Like, you know, I know Andrew. I've been over his house, he's been over here, you know, we're still friends, we always will be. But uh I believe he's wrong. So when they say the perfect comes, if it's the Bible, then the antecedent uh, ref- reference in uh, verse 12 uh, it says, then face to uh, face, because when, when that happens, then we'll see face to face, right? And uh, I know in part, now I know in part, but when, but then, that's when the perfect comes, I'll know fully, it's just I've been fully known. So, trust me, I can talk on this a lot, and I don't want to just dominate, I, wanna, I want you to talk but I can really get into this quite a bit and and show you why that that position they have doesn't work. So
2: Yeah, yeah and they were spending two hours on it last night on uh, their show. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow-up question I have yeah. on that as I was listening to it. Um, in discussions like this, in the why don't we see the miraculous here in the West or in the U.S. and whatnot, The verse that always comes to mind, um, I know we probably shouldn't be drawing doctrine from parable, but Lazarus and the rich man, Mm -hmm. where um, Abraham tells him, or tells the rich man, that if they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, then they're not going to listen to anybody, even if uh, somebody comes back from the dead. Right. and so the thought that crosses my mind to counter things like why don't you see the miraculous in the west is the we've got you we've got andrew we've got Elise robel we've got william wayne craig we've got access to everything at our fingertips we shouldn't need the miraculous
1: well i might when they ask me that i say and what makes you think we don't how do you document this Because, like, there's the Nita Edwards story. There's the book Bruchko. There are accounts of documented things, uh, of miraculous. I used to have a book. I lost it in one of my many moves. But it was documented miraculous healings from doctors who uh, said that Christians were praying and things were changed. It's a, and it had x-rays remember the book had x-rays if anybody knows what that book is I really want it and it was 30, 40 years ago that I had this thing or 20, 30 I don't know anyway so when they say that I say who I say what you're doing is you're making doctrine out of experience because you're saying we don't see it so therefore it's false well that's not the way to do it you do it biblically does the Bible support or deny the continuation of the gifts and they say why doesn't that happen now that's irrelevant the ultimate authority of scripture and plus there are documented cases of people uh, who have had miraculous healings and so what are they going to do with those and so you know they're, in my opinion they're dismissive and exegetically they, they just don't they just don't get it okay look when the perfect comes okay, the partial will be done gotta, away with
2: I gotta let you go so um. All right, have a good
1: night alright Matt. thanks um, I'm going to talk about this a little bit, and we'll get to other two callers. But uh, when the perfect comes, look, for, this is the verse that they use. When the perfect comes, this is, uh, excuse me, 1 Corinthians 13, 8 through 12. Um, Love never fails. With their gifts of prophecy, they'll be done away. Their tongues shall cease. If there's knowledge, they'll be done away. For we know in part, we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will be done away. They say the perfect is the completion of the Bible. So when the perfect comes, the partial will be done away. When I was a child, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child. And when I became a man, I did away with these childish things. For now, we've seen a mirror dimly, but then face-to-face. All right, well, what does face-to-face mean? Well, uh, just so happened, I taught on this last night. And I've got an old, old article, and I did another check on the phrase face-to-face, and it means personal encounter. And I've got, uh, I don't know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, or 14 accounts of uh, where the word face-to-face occurs. And when you read them, it means a personal encounter. So does it mean when the Bible is completed, that's when we're going to see face-to-face? No. When Jesus comes back, are we going to see face-to-face? Of course. That makes sense, and then also, but then I'll be known. Uh, uh, then I'll be known fully, as just as I have been fully known. Well, what does that mean? Well, God only knows believers. We have been known by God. Uh, Jesus said in John ten fourteen, I'm the good shepherd. I kn- know my own, and my own know me. In John ten twenty seven, my sheep hear my voice. I know them, and He goes on like this. In Matthew seven twenty two and twenty three, He says, get, my she- uh, "Get away from me, those who uh, you know." I never knew you. He's talking about the false converts. And so, if that's the case, then we can know that we have been known. We, we know we have been fully known. The phrase to be known by God, at the very least, means that it's a salvation thing. Well, are we fully known when the Bible's completed? No, it's when the return of Christ comes. And so, people say, well, it can't be that. Well, yes, it can. And, uh, one last thing and this is what 1 Corinthians 1 7 says let me tell you something watch this I've talked to various people I won't tell you who by name but I brought this verse up and it says this so that you are not lacking in any charisma charisma actually in Greek any gift awaiting re- uh, eagerly the revelation the apocalypse the return of our Lord Jesus so that you're not lacking any gift charismatic gift awaiting eagerly the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ so we're not to lack any spiritual gift while waiting for Jesus to come back okay that's what it is cessationism in my my view holds no water and I could tell you so much more about this from the Presbyterian Divines but I don't have time you gotta go there's the break may the Lord bless you be right back
0: Matt Slick Live! Taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Welcome back to the show, everyone. If you want to give me a call, we have two open lines,
1: 877-207-2276. Let's get to Anonymous from Raleigh, North Carolina. Welcome to the air. Hi. Uh-oh, can't
0: hear
3: me?
1: Are you there? Hello? Yes, I'm
3: sorry. Okay. Hi. Hello? Hi. Yes. I think, I think. Is the thing okay? mm-hmm. Hey, I would just say instead of anonymous, it's 66 calling. <laughs> anyway, um, I called a couple <laughs> nights ago. If something happened, I think I might already figured it out or, or it was already answered. Um, but uh, regarding, oh, come on now, 1 Corinthians, about uh, backbiters. Um Ah, where did I write it? I'm sorry. Oh, 1 Corinthians five, eleven 11 through 13. Uh, I had some, a, a neighbor, uh, I thought was, you know, a believer or whatever, just did something really very vicious, uh, underhanded, um, and I won't get into it, um, but I just, uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm without words, and that's, <laughs> I just, uh, and the word, so and I've never even used that word, backbiters. I've never even okay. used that word in my life, and the word that came to mind. What do you, how do I, how do I deal with, how do I address that?
1: I, I'm not sure what your question is, so.
3: Okay, it's as, as when it says backbiters, um, uh, that, the, that they, they're not, the brothers and sisters that say that they're a believer, I'm sorry about posing this right at all. Um, so what do you do with those then, who are claiming to be
1: Christians but don't act like it?
3: because well, I'm not supposed to, you know, strike is, back is, or anything. But
1: is that your question, though? <laughs> Just yes. I
3: guess, you okay. know, thank you. <laughs>
1: okay. So uh, well, the Bible tells are. us what... I'm sorry? Yep.
3: Like
1: like pulling teeth, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, people get on the radio. Sometimes they're not sure what to say. <laughs> sometimes you got to talk till you know what it is you need to say. But, but I get it. Uh, what do you do with people who claim I'm, to be believers but just don't live like it? Okay. What do you do with them? I'm just. Well, the Bible I mean, tells us, like okay. like you said in First Corinthians five, starting at verse eleven. I wrote to you not to associate mm-hmm. with any so called brother if he's an immoral person, covetous, idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler. You don't even eat with them. And so, you are to uh, not fellowship with those who claim to be Christians and they they're not living like like Christ. Don't don't fellowship with them. That's what the Bible says.
3: As you neighbor like right across the hall, and I. So am I just? I mean, not just supposed. To, so I just well, I pray. I ask God for for continued strength for for I uh, yeah. Well, that would be a good idea, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, now if they're right across the hall,
3: fired.
1: if they're across the hall, you yeah. know, you're going to meet them, you're going to talk to them, you know, you can be. the idea is to witness to them. But what it's talked about in First Corinthians 5 is it talked about those who are hypocritical. And in the culture, people were religious. People were very dedicated to, to God or gods. And so when people would claim to convert from one religion to Christianity and they were living like the devil... Well then, don't associate with them. Don't have that. Don't don't participate because in that culture, uh, you'd eat with somebody meant real serious fellowship and agreement. And not to do that.
2: Oh. And so it's not to
1: say that you can't, you know, give them, a, you know, a leg up when they need help. You know, they're helping, you know, they're putting their groceries in from the car, and you, you know, you're helping them bring them up. Okay. That's, that's okay. But you don 't want to party with them, you don 't want to go over and hang out with them no. uh, just because the, in their sinful stuff. If however, say they 're inviting you over for dinner and you you pray up, you go because you want to use that as an opportunity that's what's that that's okay so this is what the context the cultural context here is is different than our cultural context because to go over to someone 's house to eat for the purpose of evangelism is different than participating in what they're doing and helping them out. Along the way of their evil, which is what First uh, Corinthians five is talking about. Okay.
3: Okay. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it, and uh, okay. you've been you've been a great teacher to to me and so many others. And I thank you. And you're in our in our prayers. Oh, thank uh, you, brother. So God bless you and be watching. I couldn't get access last night about the 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 charisma, uh, uh, the gift of healing. I tried. I, I, I saw y'all, but I couldn't get in. But I'll try again um, we'll just so. go t- anyway
1: to, thank you it, okay. it's rumble.com forward slash Matt Slick Bible Study and that'll take you to it and okay. rumble's a video thing okay okay
3: All right. right Right. okay Hey, thank you so much alright you're welcome Good
1: night. so much alright God bless alright that, non- oh, okay. that was anonymous I forgot her name I don't know her name and I want to give a uh, shout out to Mr. Kitt for a $12 rant thank you on rumble helping us out really appreciate that and we need every bit we can get. All right, let's get to Inez. Whoops, i oh, you get the right button. Inez from Charlotte, North Carolina. Inez, welcome you on the air.
3: Yeah. Hello.
1: Hello. Mhm.
3: Thank you for taking. Thank you for taking my call. Mhm. Um. Yes. I just want to know. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um. The king's cup bearer, Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. He he left to go rebuild the city. Okay. But did he ever return to his job?
1: Oh, I don't know. Uh, that's a good because question. Because,
3: okay, mm-hmm. I've been looking and reading, but I don't see where he returned.
1: Well, it's, uh, I'm not aware that he did. It's possible, and but sometimes mm-hmm. the writers, what they'll do is they'll just write the information that's necessary to get the idea across. So mm. other than that, okay. you know.
3: Mm-hmm. You even... Okay, that that I I'm just curious and I'll just keep mm-hmm. searching. But um thank you for taking my call.
1: Sure. No problem at all.
3: Anything. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye bye.
1: Okay, God bless. All right. Hey, we have wide open lines. If you want to give me a call, all you gotta do is dial eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven, six. All right, so here's some more hate milk. we've got nobody waiting and uh, this is a good one. I like this one. this, re- this really shows you uh, how bad uh, Catholicism can be. Uh, this is uh, re- check this out. you must pray to the angels and saints and the mother of God as the Bible clearly teaches for your salvation. Now notice what's lacking in here. the Jesus or God. The person says, You must pray to the angels and saints and the mother of God as the Bible clearly teaches for your salvation. Nothing in the Bible says to pray to angels, saints, or Mary. Nothing in the Bible says that. So, and then for our salvation? No. Jesus is the one who has all authority in heaven and earth, Matthew 28 18. Um, and so. Uh, where do we go to him Jesus says in John fourteen fourteen, ask me anything in my name and I will do it he says this person goes on the Protestants are so bad for believing in false teachings but this guy is believing false teaching this guy's believing something uh, cultic um, and that reminds me you know uh, I had to go do some errands today and, and I listened to Catholic radio and I have my app on my phone I listen to different stations from different parts of the country And I listen because I want to be exposed to Catholicism's um, flavor. And I pick up stuff that... You won't pick up just reading a book about Catholicism. You know, stuff like, come home to the church. Come home... Or uh, the Catholic church is the true church. It's all about the Catholicism. And I hear these guys, even priests, they get on and they talk about... uh, the power of the Eucharist and the grace that's infused. And I'm just sort of going, man, I would love to talk to these guys and say, let's go to the scriptures and see if what you're saying is biblical. And uh, it's not. And so anyway, it, it's to me, it's entertaining. I don't listen to radio. Uh, in fact, my car radio only gets FM. And uh, it doesn't get AM. And it's going to cost, oh man, a lot, 800 bucks to fix everything because it's an older model. And so I uh, I can't listen to AM stations where the good talk shows are on. So I can listen while I'm driving and running errands. So I have to do it with with uh, Bose headset and my phone. And that's how I do that. So it works. But, you know, the advantage of that is you can listen to all kinds of stuff from all over. That reminds me. One time here in the Boise area, I was, I was actually in Boise proper. And, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago or so, I was still on the radio out here. And I was at a gas station. I just, you know, get gas. And uh, there was this Catholic, uh, Catholic radio van. And I pull up right next so I get out of the car and look. I go, whoa, and this guy's getting gas. And I'm looking at this van. He's looking at me. And it says Catholic radio, Catholic this, you know, Mother of God, Mother Mercy, pray the rosary, all this st- stupidity. And I walk up to the guy and he says, you're a Catholic, huh? And he goes, that's right, Matt, I know who you are, because <laughs> he recognized my voice. He, he said, we know who you are. And I said, you want to talk about it? He goes, I don't want to talk about anything with you. <laughs> I said, okay, all right. <laughs> While I'm pumping gas, I'm going to look at it, any opportunity I can to witness. So uh, that didn't go. Um, and he says, Protestantism and not praying to angels and saints is one of the most unbiblical things there is. Oh, this guy doesn't know his Bible. He couldn't argue his weight of a wet paper bag. Hey, there's the music. I'm out of here. that oh, not out of here yet. Sorry. We'll be right back after these messages. Please stay tuned.
0: It's Matt Slick Live! Taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, buddy. Welcome back to the
1: show. If you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. All right. Let me check this out here. we got some more hate mail. we got nobody waiting right now on the line. So if you want to give me a call, you can, or you can email me a comment or a question to info at carm.org info at CARM C-A-R-M just type in the subject line radio question or radio comment okay so here's uh, another hate mail uh, to the Antichrist Matt Slick now look folks you need to take a lesson from this guy because if you're going to insult me and say hate mail that's how you do it you start off with the Antichrist Matt Slick it's short it's succinct it's to the point and it gets the point across you know and, oh I get it so he thinks I'm an Antichrist okay he says, I'm not a Jehovah's Witness, uh, but I've studied with them, and I've also studied the Bible. Now, I find it strange that in your website you have different religions. However, the only religion you against is Jehovah's Witnesses. Well, it's not true. Christian Science, Unity, Islam, Roman Catholicism, Mormonism. Uh, we do Christian, I think, Baha'i, uh, all kinds of stuff, Hinduism. Uh, so, no, it's just, anyway... People, you know, they don't think. They just react. I wish people would stop doing that. Anyway, but it's interesting. Uh, I don't see anything that you saying biblically other than saying you have studied this and that. Stop hating. Since you call yourself a man of God, then show us. Stop trying to be famous about others. Jesus wouldn't have done what you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I enjoy talking to people like that because I'm not trying to destroy them. But I'll say, well, have you thought about what you're saying? Have you thought about this? You know, look at what you're saying. Is this true? And that's what I do. I just take segments of what they're saying and, and, and just deal with them and analyze them. And, uh, you know, a lot of times they just, you know, they just get mad because they react emotionally they react emotionally all right let's get to joe from winston salem joe welcome you are on the air hello Joe. hello joe you're on the air buddy
3: hey hey, hey. man. how you doing
1: doing all right hanging in my there man
4: question
3: good deal same here my question is after the flood did the fallen angels come back and uh, create the Nephilim and the giants again? Uh,
1: in my opinion, yes, they did. Yep.
3: Okay, that's I, what I thought. Yes. Yeah. They had Maybe so I'm wrong. Uh, they killed Goliath. The <laughs>
1: right, the yeah, Nephilim, the that. Anakim, and the Rebuim or something like that. And, uh, yeah, that, so it looks like they continue to do this uh, and so to cause more problems. That's, what, that's my so that opinion.
3: That was part of the... Right. Go ahead. part of the 400 years where Satan had the time to come against the Jews before they got there, right? The,
1: the 400 years? Well, uh, the promised land, that when they were in Israel, I mean, in Egypt for 430 years, um, that uh, during that time, I, I assume the Nephilim were doing their, their stuff, uh, but then later on, uh, you know, David you know, was there, so Yeah, that's that's what I hold to. Okay. Yes.
3: All right. right. That answered my question. I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Sure. No problem. No problem at all. All right. Let's. Oh, there's a caller coming in, but don't have the information yet. So, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. How about how about this hate mail, Matt with one T? I do not think you know very much about true Christianity. Okay. After Jesus Christ obtains the Holy Spirit. Wow. Uh, Jesus Christ, that's Christ, actually. Jesus Christ, he says, orders the saved to go after the cross for Christ. The leader is made Marian's dad. Yeah the leader is made marian's dad meeting up with god in heaven made marian's dad discovers that a marker that reveals the location of the cross for christ is in the dungeon of god's one true temple Uh, escaping from jews fire gunmen and a ship made marian discovers that the dad is being held in moses this is uh probably just a prank email you know that's okay Woo! Let's get on the air with Kevin from Dallas. Kevin, welcome. You're on the air. Hey! I didn't think
4: you were going to answer. I don't know. It's funny watching you online and then getting on the call. Hmm.
1: Yeah, there's like a 15-second delay, but yep, here I am. Yeah, it's so
4: awkward. Um, I wanted to know, uh, Numbers 24 and 17, is it talking about Jesus?
1: Let's go here. Numbers 24-17. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come from Jacob. A scepter shall rise from Israel, shall crush through the forehead of Moab, and tear down all the sons of Sheth. I don't know. Um, that's a, I, I, see, generally, I'm familiar with the, the majority of the verses, um, that are messianic and, and second coming. So, but, but, majority no, doesn't mean I know them all. And so a star shall come forth from Jacob, uh, and so it it, it could be uh, that I th- yeah it could be it could be that somebody have interpreted that way, but i would I don't know if that is a, is if it is that for sure, okay okay,
4: uh because it made me a little uncomfortable. I was talking to this guy, and he paralleled it to Amos the ninth chapter. Um, where it says that, uh, I can't find it. I can paraphrase it. I'm just trying to find it on my phone if I can.
1: No, that's okay. i got Amos 9 up to to paraphrase I'll see if I can find it. Go ahead. Okay,
4: so Amos 9, and I believe starting at verse 10, there's a verse there about um, the wicked of God's people being killed by the sword. And then after that, I found it as well. Um, so 10 through 12 Parallel yeah, to Amos okay. 9
1: verses 10 through 12 So it says uh, the calamity will not overtake or confront us In that day he'll raise up the fallen booth of David Booth is also the word shelter, tabernacle And wall up its breaches it'll Also raise up its ruins, rebuild it in those days of old that they may possess the remnant of Edom. No, I wouldn't say that. And all the nations who are called by my name declares the Lord who does this. No, I wouldn't say that's so, parallel to Numbers twenty four. I just wouldn't do it. All right. So who is this who said this? Well, black. I was talking to this uh, black Israelite guy, ah, and um, that explains it. To, he said yeah. Numbers. He
4: said Numbers twenty four and seventeen was a prophecy about Christ, and he told me that I'd go into slavery. Um, And it it seemed pretty compelling once he pulled up Amos, the ninth chapter, and we had a lengthy conversation. We even talked about Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, Mm -hmm. um, talking about that tabernacle of David. So his question posed to me was when Christ rules, um, if this is a prophecy about him, what does this mean for you? And, I'm not going to say I crapped myself or anything because it would it would just be figuratively speaking. But it made me unsettled.
1: You can understand. Do you know who the Black Hebrew Lights are? It's a multivaried uh, movement, but it's a racist, hate filled movement that denies the true gospel. It is very racist. Are you familiar with this? Well, about? that's another thing. That that also
4: was something we talked about. I said, there's no way Jesus is racist or God is racist. And um, he said, if God's not racist, then how could he show preferal, uh, preferable treatment to one people over another? And it was a pretty interesting question. You know, he said well, racism at the baseline is just preferential treatment. So how does that work?
1: Well, he did pick the Jewish line, but because God did this for himself. But we are not to construct any idols or statues made of our own hands. And this is what the black Hebrew Israelites are doing. They are constructing false doctrines out of the various texts. Now, I know somebody who's an expert in... Uh, I know two guys who are experts in BHI, black Hebrew Israelite. I can get them on the phone, do an interview sometime. We can go over some stuff. I can ask them questions, and they can answer them. But you have to understand that what you do is you, with BHIs, you always read the context, and you'll find out that 99 times out of 100, they're ripping things out of context, and they're not looking at basic exegetical systems. So when I'm looking at numbers 2417, I could see why a, a BHI would use that, because they want to tie it into black uh, Atlantic slave trade, and white people are evil. Now, not all of them do that, but a lot of them do. And I've been told I'm a white devil. That I'm going to be a servant in, uh, in in their heaven, and I have to do whatever they tell me to do. I mean, it, it just why? And I say, why? Because I'm white. And they say, yeah. It, it's just it's it's insane. It's racism, and it's 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 a horrible religion. It's a horrible. I, I wish you we were able to stand with me talking to this
4: guy because it's like. I can I can hear the argument, you know, and I don't necessarily agree with them. But good points are good points, and I like to
1: no, they're not. I, get, I like to
4: get down to the uh, to the grit no. of it. What no, would the they're Not good points. No, no, no. no you understand twenty four and seventeen be no. They're
1: not. They're not good points. They sound like good points. They aren't good points. Like I said always read the context when i've done this with the bhi before they'll say a certain verse and what they like to do is take obscure verses out of the old testament and then they do weird things with them and then they'll find another obscure verse and then they put them together well i'm not averse versed in all of those obscure verses so what i do is i'll just say look can we read this one in context Oh man, just trust you. You're just a white man, you, you know. And I say, no, look, I'm going to read it in context. And they don't generally they don't want to do that. And when I do that, most of the time, it's very clear what the context is, and it doesn't say what they're what they're saying. And if I can't figure it out in the context, I will say, look, I need to get back with you on this because I need to read it, I need to study it, and do some more research. And that's fair. But this, and I've done this uh, several times. To- well, not several, but many times with with uh, black Hebrew Israelites. And they they implode when you examine them in context and you call them out for what they are. They're racists. They're full of hate and condemnation and racism. Okay. They are. Okay. Well, that is
4: fair. Well, looking at Amos 9, then, what would be the proper context? And, for example, in verse 12, what does that mean for me? You know, they say I'm an Edomite. If I am an Edomite, what does that mean for me? They they may possess the remnant of Edom and all of the heathen, which are called by my name, saith the Lord that doeth this. And they parallel that to Isaiah 14.
1: Yeah. What I know. does that mean? So the Edomites are from Jacob and Esau. And Jacob's the good and Edomites are the bad. And then they'll call you a filthy Edomite. And what they're doing is just by the color of your skin, saying so you're a descendant of, of Edom. And so the Edom was cursed, and so therefore you're cursed because you're white. But the uh, people from Jacob, they're the ones who are the dark-skinned. They'll even say Jesus was, um, was dark-skinned. They'll deny that he's God in flesh. They'll deny the Trinity. They add works to salvation. Uh, it's really a, a bad thing. So I've written down the verses that you've said, and I have notes on black Hebrew Israelites, which I don't get to very often because I don't encounter them very much. And uh, my notes are how many pages? It's a sh- my shortest, probably my shortest outline. And it's only nine pages long. And so, what I'll do, and, they, and many of them affirm the, the Apocrypha as well. So, I'm looking to see if I have any notes done on those verses that you mentioned Numbers 24. And we are out of time. So, what I'm going to do is write this down in my notes and go take a look. Okay? And I'll do that. All okay. right, buddy. Right of time. Um, well, we we're going to we'll go do this, this again time.
4: sometime. Soon, Absolutely. I have one Call, more? Back.
1: Call back next week. Okay. Call back next week. All right, Ben. Okay. I'll check this stuff out. Thank All you. All right. So God much. bless. All right. Hey, folks. Right of time. and the Lord bless you by His grace. Back on the air on Monday. We'll talk to you then. See you. God bless.
0: Another program powered by the Truth Network.